Scotty rolled to the edge of her bed and turned on her reading lamp. The tall stack of books on her nightstand was immediately unappealing, but Scotty sifted through them anyway. On the top was Hamlet, the bane of every sophomore at the Olivia Stark School, because their Shakespeare-mad English teacher made everyone dress up and read the play aloud. Scotty actually considered it, if only for its anesthetic value, but then she remembered Hamlet wasn't just a bad fashion statement, it was also filled with death. No way, she thought, dropping the book to the floor and moving on. The Iranian graphic novel had too many pictures. The book she'd checked out from the library didn't have enough. Twist magazine? Just, no. As Scotty dropped the last of her stash down to the shag rug, something else fell with it, a folded piece of pink paper. One of the guidance counselors at school had pressed it into Scotty's hand a couple of weeks ago. Come by and have a chat if you need to, she'd urged. Scotty should have seen it coming. The Stark School was progressive with a capital P, and the counselors loved it when they had traumatized students to talk off the school's turn-of-the-century granite ledges. To put it mildly, Scotty was not in the mood to open up her heart to some earnest adult who barely knew her. She'd put the Therachat on the bottom of her to-do list. In fact, she hadn't even looked at the pink pamphlet. One glance at the title had been more than enough. She'd wedged it into the stack of books in her backpack and forgotten all about it. Now? Well, a pamphlet was a lot shorter than Shakespeare. Scotty swiped the flyer off the floor. For a grieving teen, she read, adding in her mind, a very special episode. Sighing, Scotty spread the pamphlet out on her pillow and read on. Grief is much like a bad case of the flu, it said in a plump, teen-friendly font. Like any sickness, it has side effects including depression, loss of appetite, insomnia. But grief resembles illness in other ways, too. The pain eases over time, even if it feels like it never will. Talking about it helps. Okay, duh, Scotty thought, tossing the pamphlet back to the floor. Good thing I made an A in algebra. I might not have been able to put it all together. She rolled her eyes. Let's see. Favorite aunt dies. A month later, favorite niece still can't sleep. Scotty closed her eyes. She could see the glow of the reading light through her lids. She opened her eyes. Well, she thought irritably, looks like for a grieving teen was about as helpful as a can of Red Bull. She couldn't completely blame her grief, though. The truth was... This wasn't a new phenomenon, cursing at trains at 4 a.m. Scotty had been losing sleep long before her Aunt Roz had died four weeks earlier. The pink pamphlet only told her why it had gotten worse. A second train screeched in the distance. God, Scotty sputtered, burying her face in her pillow in frustration. Enough already, she railed silently. I'm sick of this. I want my life back. She wished her REM state would get over itself and go back to business. Or she wished there was somebody she could call. Movie characters always had some die-hard friend who didn't mind when you woke her up in the middle of the night for a little split-screen hand-wringing. She wished. I wish. The voice in her head was whiny and pathetic, 
and suddenly Scotty's covers felt so hot and sticky it wasn't enough for her to throw them off. She had to kick them to the floor, too. I wish I wasn't always wishing, she screamed inside her head. She bolted upright and grabbed her MP3 player off her nightstand. Scrolling down to an old Ani DeFranco album, she shoved the little earbuds into her ears. She needed something thrashy to drown out her thoughts. Scotty listened for five minutes before she determined that Ani so wasn't working for her. She couldn't focus enough to get through one surly stanza, much less an entire album. Apparently, her thoughts were louder even than Ani's rage. Sighing, Scotty plucked out the earphones and considered TV. But she'd tried that last night, and all the commercials aimed at geriatric insomniacs had depressed her. Besides, her parents might hear it over their wall partition.